everybody, welcome to the Linger Longer podcast. It is great to be with you yet again. Um, we may or may not have changed locations. We did. Oh, good to know. <laughs> I was confused. I thought it might have been kidnapped there for a second. But we are live on location for VBS. That we are. Yeah, it's going to be a great week. I hope you make plans to join us if you can. Um, but before we get to VBS, which we may touch on that this week, I don't know, um, let's talk about yesterday. So yesterday's text came from Genesis chapter 24, and it was the wedding or marriage, because really not a wedding, but it's the marriage of Isaac and Rebecca. How do you feel about the text from yesterday, Kevin? Just a nice little softball right there at the yeah. top. A little um, soft toss. Well, like I said last, early last week, whenever we have our Monday, Tuesday planning meeting, I think I came in your office and sat down and said, this text is weird. <laughs> <laughs> um, however, I will say that both you and Pastor Romney landed the plane. I'm glad to hear that. <laughs> Didn't you get a whole bunch of questions about your sermon? <laughs> yeah, I did. Uh, and a variety of things. Like this, I was telling him on the way down here that this may be my most talked about sermon ever. And for a variety of reasons, like some people like it. And I mean, that's, that's not why you preach sermons. Right. Like I, I've never preached a sermon in my life where I go, hey, I really hope the people like this. It's not what we're doing. Like, right. I hope I'm authentic to the word. I hope I communicated what God was telling me. I hope that people understood where I was going with this, but never, man, I hope they like it. <laughs> it's just, that's just not there. But there's been a lot of conversation around this, both online and then in person. It's like everybody's come through the office area today, stopped by my, my, my door and said, hey, in your sermon yesterday, you said something. <laughs> yeah, you said this, and I want to talk about it, which is awesome. Like, if you're having those feelings or if you want to go back and watch that sermon, um, it's the beacon service from... July 9th, if you're looking for it after this airs, um, look at it. Ask some questions. I'd love to keep that discussion going. Um, but what we talked about, what I talked about, was prayer. And one of the things, somebody said it to me right after the service as I'm shaking hands. <laughs> he, he looks at me and says, so does this mean I have to change the way I pray? <laughs> And you said? And I said, no. No. Good, correct answer. Yeah. If you have a way that you're praying, if you have a way that you feel like you're connecting with God, you're hearing from God, keep that going. What I was doing by giving people the tools of the smart prayer was giving them a way to better engage in difficult prayers. And when I say difficult prayers, like difficult life situations that need definite answers. Mm -hmm. If you have a black and white, yes or no, do this, don't do that situation, that's where the smart prayer is usually the best. 
because we're looking for specific answers. Like in our text yesterday, the servant was specifically looking for a woman to marry his master's son. That's a very specific need that that servant had at that time. And he wanted to make sure he got the right person. Now, if you're just praying a general prayer for like health of your family, like hearing the word of God as you're reading it, opening it up, like every prayer I pray isn't a smart prayer. Right. Like the S-M-A-R-T type prayer. Mm -hmm. um, and that's okay. You don't have to make sure you have a specific, measurable, anticipatory, remove myself, trust God prayer over your meal. However you want to pray is fine. It's okay. By a hospital bed, I'm not necessarily praying a smart prayer. There's a time and a place for different kinds of prayer. And I think that's really the big thing I want to tell people. It's not a totally, you've been praying wrong all your life and you need to change. No, this is another tool in your prayer toolbox. Just like there's times where you can pray a song mm. and it's totally appropriate. It's what the situation needs. There's times where you can pull out the Book of Common Prayer and pray one of those centuries old prayers because it's what the situation needs. Sometimes the Lord's Prayer is the perfect prayer for the situation. Definitely. Having a smart prayer in your toolbox is just that. It's another tool for you to access. Nice. So that was kind of the feedback I've been getting a lot Good. today. Yeah. Um, so in, you didn't preach Horizon this week. I didn't. Um, Pastor Romney did. And she, um, she actually kind of went, leaned a little bit more into um, God's faithfulness mm -hmm. that he would, he would provide. He would yeah. deliver. Um, and... <laughs> I think one of the things that I jokingly said after I talked to Romney about that was that should be the, like the subtitle for Genesis. It's like <laughs> Genesis, God is faithful. <laughs> yeah. Um, and and so like I, I I just thought that was a, a funny parallel like that Romney leaned really hard into that yeah. after we had talked about that. <laughs> uh, um, so you know my. My niche is in is in music. So, um, with that, I I actually I try really hard to get to pick songs that are like relatively specific to mm -hmm. to the text. And um, Genesis has been very difficult. If you go back and listen to me and Paul's episode a few weeks ago, we both say the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> um, but. Uh, Two of the songs that I, I picked for this past Sunday, one was You Are My Vision, which is a, a Ren Collective's like modern take on Be Thou My Vision. Mm. And so I, that is one of those hymns for me that it, like, it's never a wrong time to sing that. <laughs> yeah. And so um, that was kind of the motivation on that one was like, I need something that that will that will always fit 
and that song mm. like was it for me <laughs> like that's that's yeah. one of the songs that um the other is blessed be your name which uh yeah. you know that's that is almost like god, god is faithful in in song form like that is <laughs> that is it yeah. um you know every blessing you pour out i'll turn back to praise when the darkness closes in still i will say blessed be the name of the lord um yeah and just every part of that song you give and take away my heart will choose to say blessed be your name so like even in the midst of any circumstance god is faithful and we should always be praising god yeah amen <laughs> well and I, I, mean, I think that ties in ties back into our prayer lives like how many times are we only praying in the rough times you know right and we're praying for God's faithfulness. We're praying for that blessing. And then once it happens, it's like, okay, we're good. Talk yeah. to you later. Next time I'm in the pit. Yeah, yeah. Like, next, yeah exactly. <laughs> next time I'm looking for an answer. Next time I'm looking for the solution. Next time I'm looking for help, I'll reach out. Yeah. That's what I love about Blessed Be Your Name is that it tackles those ups and downs. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. When you give and take away, when it's dark, like there's just there's all of that, this and that imagery. Yeah. And there's never a bad time to bless the name of the Lord. Right. And like, like that's what the verses right here. Blessed be your name in a land that is plentiful, where your streams of abundance flow. And then right after it, when I'm found in the desert place, though I walk through the wilderness, and then when the sun's shining down on me, when the world is all as it should be. And then also on the road marked with suffering and there's pain in the offering. Like, yeah. There's a reason that even though the song was written over 20 years ago, we still sing it. Yeah. <laughs> it's got some rich stuff, so. Yeah. I love that song, mm -hmm. I always have. Um, it's, it's honestly one of those songs that I, I talked about like a little bit ago praying uh, singing a song as a prayed prayer yeah like you don't need your own words all the time when you pray sometimes just singing a song or just saying the words of the song can be your prayer um, one of the things i really strive to do as a pastor is to give people tools in their spiritual toolboxes mm -hmm. The more of those we can put in there, the better off we are as people and as Christians. Because there isn't a one-size-fits-all solution for life. 100%. Like, nothing works in every situation. I mean, yeah. I, I love liturgical services, and I love free-flowing charismatic services. I love um, intinction, communion, and honestly, sometimes I love the all-in-one lunchable, Jesus lunchable communion, because you can do different things with it. Like, have you ever tried to take communion in a giant venue? Mm -hmm. It's very hard. Like, when you get over a thousand people in a venue, if you don't have... I don't know, a hundred communion stations? Like, 
Yeah. It's clunky. It's it's clunky. It's disruptive, and you kind of lose the feeling of the moment. For sure. But I was thinking back the other day to a big conference I was at. We're talking 10, 15,000 people. And we were all able through the little all-in-one communion to take communion at the same time. Together. That's, yeah. In one moment. So whether it's our sacraments, we talk about baptism and the use of sprinkling and pouring and a full immersion. Whether it's our music, we talk about contemporary music, or our hymns, or whether it's our own individual prayer life, put those tools in your toolbox and don't be afraid to pull them out as the situation dictates. Definitely. Yeah. Our um, AV guy, Brandon, uses the hammer analogy a lot. <laughs> there are some jobs that are perfect for a 10-pound sledge. You need that 10 pound sledge to get the job done. If I'm putting a picture on my wall, I don't think the 10 pound <laughs> sledge is the tool to do it. Give me that little ball ping <laughs> and we'll be good to go. Right. I mean, even give me like a roofing hammer and we'll be okay. <laughs> but don't be afraid to pull out the right tool for the right job. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, friends. We've enjoyed our time with you on Linger Longer. As always, if you have any thoughts, any questions, write into us. You can put it at the bottom of this Facebook post. You can put it um, actually on the podcast through Spotify. There's a little note section under, and we check that too. Uh, you can email us, david at lvfumc.org or kevin, K-E-V-E-N, at lvfumc.org. That's it. Blame my mother for the spelling. I'm so sorry. <laughs> But reach out. Like, we really do want to hear from you. Um, we want to pray for you. We want to pray with you. Uh, we want you to connect to God in a deeper way, and we hope this helps you do it. So until next time, we'll see you later.